Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Talk of the Town Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, as always, and I'm joined today by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Matt Carrington. Matty, um, I'm going to ask this question. How are you? Uh, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a bit of a depressing Sunday. Uh, We're also joined by Dunstable Town Director, looking very suave there on his uh, on Zoom today, Mr. Julian Nutley. Julian, how are you, man? Very good, Andy. How are you? Good to, good yeah. to see you. I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I've, I've simmered down a little bit after yesterday. But, uh, gentlemen, we uh, we do a, we kind of a double double uh, episode today. We've got a breakdown, Risborough at home and Biggleswade at home. Um, Matty, we um, said on the last show that me and you recorded, we realistically need to win eight from eight. Joe said we need to win eight from eight. We knew what was kind of expected of us with, you know, uh, the games that Stockfold had and that we had. What have you made of, first of all, Risborough at home? Uh, I didn't think we played too badly on Thursday night. Just the, sometimes, it's just the big moments of the game, we kind of switched off a little bit. Um, and then, obviously, we move on to uh, yesterday against Biggles Bay. But first of all, how did, how did you sum up Thursday night at Creasy? Because, you know, we took the lead and it was like, oh, here we go. You know, this is the first This is yeah. the first win. We need to get out of the eight. This could be the first one. And it, it, we kind of just, I don't know, we just, Took our foot off the gas a little bit. Nothing really, we didn't really create loads of chances on Thursday. I mean, what did you think, what you saw on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, Risborough are a great team. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've got to get credit for that because, you know, both teams, obviously, I honestly think, came to the ground on Thursday really wanting to, you know, push on and, and take home the three points. Um, I think, for me, how to sum it up best in terms of the, the main issue is, I think what's also been our issue throughout the season is we're just not clinical enough up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a few chances and it's great that we get into those chances, but we're just not able to convert as many as what uh, other teams have been able to do. I mean, you look at Leighton and, and even Biggleswade, you know, Taylor and Leon, um, both quality players, but they, they can just convert. Uh at will. I mean, we've obviously played Leighton three times so far this season and Leon scored every game. Mm. You know, and all he needs is that moment to, to do it. But yeah, I mean, I think we were we were you know fairly decent in the middle. Um we, there's obviously been quite a lot of reshuffles at the minute due to the amount of games we've had and that I think that, that may have been um a bit of a detriment to us because obviously, you know, there's so many times you can change the system. I think there was a bit of confusion at the back for their third, their yeah, their third goal, um, and what <laughs> of all the players that unfortunately was outlet for that third goal, it was Ethan, and that lad all season has been yeah head and shoulders above, literally jumping mm. up and getting headers, but just that one header of all season that he's unfortunately been beaten to, and that's led to the actual goal myself. Yeah, but yeah, it's unfortunate. But how about yourself? What did you think was missing um, on the night? I, I don't know. I think I agree with you, and I think the, the comment chatting to quite a few fans yesterday. Obviously, yesterday we were all really disappointed. You know, sometimes when you get a draw, sometimes you're not. You know, you think, oh, it's a good point. But the situation we were in, like Joe said in his post game, 
I'm with you, Matt. I think we just missed that. I mean, every team's looking for a 2025 season, like banging in goals, and we all, we'd all would love it. And yeah, you know, Leighton have got it in in Leon, and you know, Biggles Wade uh, have a have a man that can do that. You know what I mean? And it, that's not any detriment to any of the lads we've got in our team. No. It's just it's just a fact. You know what yeah. I mean? If you if you want to get out of this division, you need a you could you know every, you look at Leighton and you look at Stockport. I think oh, they, they've got 20, 25 plus um, goals in them from one player. Yeah. You know, we, we ours is spread out. You don't get me wrong. We've got some very good finishers. We've got some very good players up top, but we just haven't got that out and out twenty twenty five goals a season player. And yeah, yeah I'm with you hundred percent. I think that's maybe the thing that's let us down. Um, recently, you know, look at, look at even the slim chances we had yesterday. You think, wow, you know, if you if you have that man, that pro- prolific target man up front, yeah. we score. Um, Julian, what did you make of uh, Thursday's game? First of all, before we get into Bill's way, like I just said to Matt, it was we knew what we had to do. We knew we had realistically we had to win eight from eight. Um, <laughs> you know, to stand just even half a chance, and that's bearing in mind, you know, we need Stockpole to drop points. Day one yesterday. Let's not forget. I think Leighton have got the Leighton have won it. They they're up there. Yeah. We we've been chasing yeah. Stockpole for a while now. What did you make on Thursday? And I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to say because I sit here recording this. I'm still deflated as hell. Um, it, the season seems to be whimpering out a little bit, and I never thought I'd say that about a Dunstable Town team. Um, you know, we'll get on to yesterday's game in a bit. Thursday. Yeah. First, I thought we put in we put in way more bloody effort than we did against Bigglesway. Put it that way. I thought yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was just a whimper of a game, and Joe pretty much summed it up in his post match. But we'll get onto that in a second. Julian, yeah. how did you how did you sum up Thursday um, from what you've seen on the pitch, knowing that what we had to do? Yeah, look, I, I, I guess I may have already resigned myself to think that you know we've come such a long way, um, you know, that last season and this season that. I, I don't I'm not that deflated. You know, yes, we all want to win. Yes, I'd much rather we 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 could have won and we were getting promoted this season, but look, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, if you if you look at the big picture, we're building the club. Um, we've made massive progress off the pitch, but also massive progress on the pitch. And I yeah, I remember though the kind of dark days of the start of last season and just kind of chatting to Lee Narnia and then and, and Jake and Charlie, our sons, just kind of saying, look, all we want to be is competitive. You know, it's, it's almost like it doesn't, it's, we just need to be at least be competing. And we're more than that. And if you think about the the entertainment value that, that, that we're providing, mm-hmm. every single match, win or lose, it's, it, there's something happening, right? It's not, it's not dull, I, I don't think. So, so, so coming back to Risborough, Look, I think they're a really strong side, and I think Joe said it on on the post match as well. They they should have been promoted anyway. Yeah, you look at some of their players; they're really strong, they're really really physical, but skillful as well. So fair play to them. And I always thought, yeah, those games against them were going to be really really tough because they. I think they had a bit of a wobble, didn't they, at the start of the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we've been unlucky in the order that we've played teams quite a bit this season as well, where we never seem to play the teams when they're struggling. We're always playing them when they're, when they're on the up. Um, I thought we missed Davo, you know, from, you know, from, from a you know, defensive point of view, I think he, he, he's just so strong, so physical. And, and we saw it again yesterday. He was, 
he, he was really good, I thought, again yesterday. So, but it could have gone either way. So, look, yes, disappointing, but, uh, you know, we've still got some way to go, I think. And I think that's probably where what jo- Joe is kind of saying. Look, we're not there yet. We're not the finished article. I agree about taking chances, but we got some, we have got some great strikers, but we just don't, we don't seem to get much luck very often, put it that mm. way. You know, we, we try and we, you know, it wasn't, wasn't, maybe, maybe wasn't, that like, would come on to yesterday, but um, yeah, so Risborough, I would say, look, we weren't far away. Last season when we played Risborough, it felt like we were a distance away from them. Oh, so yeah. I think we've made good progress. So I wouldn't beat ourselves up too much. No, I mean, as far as Thursday goes, I I didn't think it was a bad game from us. I just think there were the odd moments that cost us. Like like Matt says, you know, um, seeing Ethan out jump for a header never happens. Mm. You know, so you know it's yeah. one of them rare mistakes from Ethan. You know, he's been like I'm with Matt, and you know Julian knows this as well. Ethan's been solid for us, and yeah. I, I think I was speaking to a couple of the lads um, before the game yesterday, and they said the Risborough game was good for Ethan because he played against real men. Oh, yeah. played the game for a long time so he got a little bit bad and bruised but he did okay still you know what I mean he come yeah. out yeah it was a lesson for him he's probably thinking you know what that's the maybe one of the first times this season where he's come up against some solid beefy fucking geezers up the front uh, yeah. up front for Risborough that are going to bully you and you know Ethan knew he was in a game and we have to forget he's only a, he's only a young lad so yeah you know uh, he'll be fine it was yeah it was a mistake it cost us a goal but Ethan's got enough credit in the bank to um to be okay in my eyes. Uh, let's move on exactly. to let's move on to Biggles Wade yesterday. Do we have to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even even I've interviewed Joe countless times after a game, and even for me yesterday, I as soon as I hit record, I was furious. Joe was furious. You know the lads are furious, and this isn't a detriment to any of the boys. You know they've been superb this season, and like Julian says, we have come such a long, 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 yeah. long way. But the fact that we are disappointed about yesterday proves how far we've come. You know what I mean? Because I said um, to you guys, and I said, if any team can win eight out of eight, I think we can do it. You know, if you look, we've still got to go to Risborough away. But if you look, Colney Heath, Bulldog, Crawley, Elsevier, Dynamos, Harpenden and Stockbold, we could easily win all them games. If we turn up to being the Dunstable Town that we all know that we can be, we win them games. Yesterday... I never thought I would see us go down in a whimper. And it kind of had, and this, a lot of fans said this yesterday, even halfway through that game, it kind of had an end of season feel to it already. Like we kind of, I think Thursday deflated us a lot. It's, we didn't play badly on Thursday, but I think that kind of mentally kind of was like, oh, geez, right, we now need to, we can't afford a draw. We can't afford a slip up. We've got to win every single game. And I think that may have played a part. And Joe kind of chuckled and I mentioned to him yesterday about the pressure. And he was like, step five football, the pressure. And I'm like, it might have been that because we were seeing mistakes yesterday that we don't usually see from some players. You know, things were getting shanked out of play and people were missing headers. And, you know, it's not like we could blame the pitch. We're playing an astral tap. You know, and I just think that might have crept into our game. Matt, obviously, I know you're as deflated as me. Um, what did you think of yesterday? Did it kind of seem that we went out in, it was a whimper? And, you know, we went one up and I'm thinking, here we go. You know, I mean, we weren't saying particularly well. Um, but even with Biggles Wade, it wasn't a great game. I agree yeah. with Joe in his post. It was not the best game to watch. It was <laughs> in freezing cold up there. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad the game was on. But wow, it was cold standing up there. Um 
Matt, what did you make of what you saw yesterday? And did, did, you know, are you the same as me and Joe? And you know, I cut, chatted to a couple of lads. You can see Crilly fucking frustrated as hell on the pitch, saying, "Come oh. on, let's fucking let's do something here." Do you think yeah. that we kind of you know went down with a whimper? Yeah, I think we possibly did. Um, as you've both said, uh, I think what the issue that we have at the minute is where we come so far so quick. You know, we are as a whole club we all obviously wanted to gauge towards their promotion push this season and to be fair you know i'd say uh the majority of the season we have been there or thereabouts and I, I just think the fact that um as you say where we can see that goal from from risborough late on and then obviously two days later we got the, another game i just felt as though it's just i don't i don't want to say that the players are giving up because that's not uh, you know, their mentality. No. But I just feel as though there's maybe too much football being played for some of them at this current time in terms of uh, amount of game time. Um, and that might have uh, contributed a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a weird atmosphere on the, on the Astro turf. And I, I'm not making excuses for the, the players at all. At the end of the day, you know, they, they drew. We should have won. It's as simple as if we had the, the same level of, of intensity that Joe demands every game, I think we may have blown them out of the water. But you know, I don't feel as though it had the same sort of atmosphere as, as it did on the main pitch, which, you know, all these little contributing factors mm. may have, you mm. know, added to the, the the potential for the game not being played in the same intensity. I don't know. I wasn't in the players' heads, um, but I could see some of them, as you say, Crilly and a couple of the others, they were absolutely furious, even throughout the game, of you know, that we're not getting to the same level that we know we can play it to. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the problem, the, the fact that everyone in that team knows that they can play better. Mm, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've agreed with you. I mean, you can see players like Alfie, and like, God, this isn't no, this is not a detriment to the players. This, we're not coming on here slagging them off or saying it's like you say. We played Thursday, we played yesterday. That does play a part. And it, these guys have got day jobs. They've all been yeah, working. Yeah. You know, they all went to work yeah. on Friday. Some of them might have worked Saturday morning. We don't know. You know what I mean? They've got to the game. So, you know, I'm not literally hitting them over the head with a stick here. But no. I think, like you say, Matt, like I said, it does prove how far we've come that we're pissed off about yesterday. Mm. I mean, Julian, how did you see it, mate? Was it a game too far? Was it, you know, just one of them days where, you know, no matter what we tried, we couldn't <clears> seem to get anything going. I don't remember their keeper making too many saves especially in the second half I don't think he made one um, in the second half he made a great save at the end of the first half by the way mm. wow what a yeah. save that was um, yeah. you know so we had chances it's not like we didn't have you we, we could have played badly or poorly and won yesterday mm. you know mm -hmm. and gone off that pitch and gone geez we, I don't know how but we've done it you know Julian how did you see yesterday was it is it a game too far it, you know and uh, again for me and you could tell in Joe's post before I'd even hit record I was like oh my god <laughs> it, 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 everyone was like, as I was walking down, like, uh, good luck, Burrows. Uh, this one will be interesting. Like, I kind of, I kind of know. I can read Joe's mood straight away. But I'd, yeah. before I'd hit record, and I, I mean, I knew he was ill. I knew he'd be struggling a week. He's, you know, she's become a dad again. We seem to forget this. This is there's more that going on outside of football than football sometimes, and we as fans forget yeah. that. And you know, I was megally pissed off after the game yesterday. It ruined my night. Can I come home early? It was, everything went wrong for me yesterday. But, um, Julian, what did you make of yesterday's game? Obviously, we're up on the 3G pitch, which we'll get to in a minute. Fair play to you guys for getting the game yeah. moved up today. I'm, I'm quite interested to know how that will come about. But, Julian, what did you make of what you saw on the pitch, mate? Because it is testament, like you said at the start of the podcast, how far this team have come that we sit here on the Sunday morning megally pissed off that we didn't really, we didn't grasp it yesterday and get the three points. Exactly, yeah. I think, 
yeah, that that's that would be my first point is that the fact that we're so disappointed shows how far this club has come. And Biggleswade, strong side, you know, mm, they, they 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 were very strong, very effective. Um, yeah, it felt it did feel a bit flat, I think. Um, but you know, the I think the guy. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm no expert. I'm just a I'm just a fan. But I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said I don't I don't think there was a, a lack of effort or anything like. I think the the players always give everything. Maybe maybe that maybe there was a little bit of pressure of certainly when we were in striking positions, thinking oh yeah this is really important. You know maybe that affects your decision making. I, I I don't know. But yeah, if we've if we if we've gone like two nil up, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna win. You know, and and at one nil, yeah, re- reasonably confident, but. Um, yeah, and it must affect the players, you know, playing playing on Astro, playing in a different environment, you know. And I think, yeah, as as a club, and I think the fans did did amazingly to try and make it as as special as possible. And the guys, you know, the regiment behind the goal, yeah, you know, trying to make it as normal as possible. But but it is different, and and it's I guess it's harder for the players. It's just a different environment and and stuff like that. But but we didn't lose. You know, still a draw, still a draw against a strong, a strong side, Biggleswade. Um, so yeah, again, I would, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be overly disappointed. But when you look at it, the last two games, you know, we've we've come away with like one point out of six. So mm. yeah, that's that's not not going to help us at the moment. And and like, again, I just think it underlines that we've come a massive long way, but we've still got a bit further to go. And Joe knows that. And and yeah, we're extremely fortunate to have Joe and the and the management team. I mean, quality all the way through it, and we'll we'll come good. We'll get there. I, you know, in in the next few years, I'm really confident we'll be we'll be moving up not only to step four, but I reckon step three. And who knows where we go from there? But you know, that's that's going to take a lot of effort on the pitch, but also a lot of effort off the pitch as well. As with your fan head on now, lads, uh, not your director's head, what do we need to take that next step next season? Is it a goal? It's easy to say, is it a goal scorer? Well, yeah, but in your opinions, uh, Matt, I'll come to you first. What what do we need? Just to, this, you know, we've got, like I said yesterday, we've got the infrastructure, it's there. There's just a few fine things. It's really telling in Joe's post-match. He's like, look, seven games left. You've got to show me that you want to be here. He said, I'm looking at players now saying, you show me that you want to play for Dunstable Town next season. Sure. I'm hearing them words come out of his mouth during the post-match. And I'm thinking, geez, you know, this this he means business. You know what I mean? These players are playing if they want for the shirt, if they want to be here next year. Like you said, if you want an easy day, you drop down to a couple of levels below and go and enjoy your Saturday with your mates playing football. Um, it was telling what he said in the in the in the post-match um interview with me. But Matt, what do you think we need moving forward next season? Purely as a fan, as a guy that just watches football on a Saturday. What do we need to get out of this division? Because I'm telling you now, man, I'm not sure if I can put up with another season. This week. I, I hate, like, mainly the officials just kick. I hate them all. Um, you know, I just want to go to some new grounds. It'd be nice. I know Scotty wants us to walk to bloody Birmingham or something. I don't know where he's planning us going, but what do, what do we need in your opinion, mate? Oh, um, I, I think we just, we do need someone who can bang in 25. And I I think we have that in the players that we have, potentially. Mm. I mean, you, we look at folks, um, obviously, congratulations to him on making his 50th appearance. Oh, big congratulations, yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's got, I think I put earlier on that he scored 22 goals in that time, but he's had a lot of injuries in that time as well. So he's been very unlucky with that. If he could get, you know, a consistent run in the team, he, he may be that player that could bang him in because he did it for... 
uh, Buckingham at step six. Obviously, as soon as he came into our team, he was uh, starting to score some goals. Um, so, yeah, I think if we can just get, um, you know, someone who can rattle them in and also, I'll be honest with you, a bit of luck because mm. we have been very unlucky this season with injuries. You look at all the players that we've had out for a sustained period of time. Jardel, I think, we've missed since he's, since his injury at Harkin. Alfie's obviously been in and out. Obviously, I mentioned Faulkner and... There's been so many injuries across the season, and you know, I don't, I don't forget how we've been so much more unlucky in comparison to other teams. Because I know Adam does a great job, uh, so I'm not digging him out in any way, shape, or form. But you know, there's been some real deterrents. I forgot about him earlier on, very early in the season. You know, he was for me one of our players of the season last season, and this this year he hasn't been able to get many games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the ability to to finish games off. Uh, you know, with a goal scorer and luck, I think. Mm. Yeah, there you go. That, that's I'm, promotion sorted for next season. Isn't it? I mean, <laughs> Julian. I mean, I'm kind of of the ilk. I mean, I'm just kind of sit back and try and take a deep breath. This mm. season might do some of these players good. You look at Ethan's and yeah. Rory's and players like that, young guys. You know what I mean? Next season, they'll have had the experience from this season. They would have played a hell of a lot of game. You think last season they were used sparingly, like introduced into the team. You look at the young lads that Joe's brought in uh, from the from the under-18s and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think this season, it, it, when you kind of want to have a look at it retrospectively, will be good for the likes of Rory, the likes of Ethan. You know what I mean? They've got this season in their books. I mean, I, you, I could, I mean, because a lot goes down. If you look at a lot of us, a lot of our play goes down through Tolu. I reckon moving oh. forward, if you look at like an Ethan or a Rory, you could have them potentially out on the right. Yeah. You've got Terence to come back. That way you're creating more chances. It's all right saying you yeah. want to get 20, 25 goals. We yeah. have to create them for Faulkner. Yeah. You look at last season, Dan Naylor probably set up most of Faulkner's goals. Uh, we have sellers up there scoring, so, so it's not, it's you know we're not putting it all on the strikers because you have to create yeah. these boys some chances. You know, yeah. Tolu, Tolu creates a hell of a lot. You know what I mean? But right. and we yeah. we are very direct through him. But if you look moving forward next season, and Ethan, a Rory, we could bring in a couple of players. You know, potentially down that right hand side. Like I say, you've got Terence to come back. So you know, this season's good. They're going to have the experience of this season. They you know it might become hopefully come a miracle might happen and we could go on and win seven games. You never know. The season yeah. isn't done yet. But when these boys look back at the end of the season, it's going to the experience they would have gained from this fight and just being up there and competing is going to do yeah. them do them amazingly well. Uh, Julian, in your opinion, now, what do we need moving forward for for next season? I've just said a couple of things there. I mean, mm. Joe's, Joe's probably I can guarantee you he's probably already thinking about next season. He'll, yeah. he'll have a, he'll want to win all these seven games. But I know you know I think I know him well enough to say look he's he's already thinking about next season and what we need. And you know he might be knocking on your door soon, Matty mate. I think you might be getting a might be getting a knock from Joe. But Julian, what do you reckon moving forward, mate? Because like you say, we've got yeah. such a long, long way as a football yeah. team. So let's you know, and even I need to wind it in sometimes because like, you know. <laughs> I was, I was mega pissed off yesterday and still am. But we, we've got such a good, good bunch of lads here. What do we need yes. next season just to take that final step to get promoted? I think that point you just made was was exactly what I was going to make as, as my main point is is time. You know, I think another well, another season for these young players. And, you know, Joe, Joe brought them all together, you know, not that long ago. And they're all very young and I know we've got some experienced heads now as well in there which has really helped but yeah another another season you know another season of uh, of growing another season of experience bit more strength bit more nous and they're they're playing against some 
some serious players as well, aren't they? And I think mm. yeah, you made that point about Risborough. There's a they're a team of like men, aren't they? They're physically very strong and and yeah, clearly know what they're doing and and seem to be yeah. There's a lot of kind of you, you feels like there's there's a lot of team spirit there. So I don't know if they they will play together a long time and things like that. And I think when you when you look at it right, so how what's what's going to be the secret for success at, for teams at this level? It's either it's either the kind of the sugar daddy who's going to throw loads and loads of money and just buy all the best players in and, and try and make a team out of it. Or it's going to be a team that's kind of going to grow up together and build together with you know, good additions here, there and everywhere. And I, and I, I hope we're the latter. I think we're the latter. So I think another season, you know, Joe is an exceptional manager and an exceptional man. So, I, I'm sure he's got thoughts and plans and, you know, our job and all of our job in the, in the club, whether we're directors, whether we're fans, whether we're committee members, whatever our role is, is to, is to do whatever it takes to support Joe mm-hmm. um, and the, and the coaches and the, and the management team. And, and whatever that, however small that might be, you know, another, um, yeah, another slot on uh, uh, training. You know, a bit, yeah, a bit more, bit more time, bit more money, bit more help, bit more support, whatever that is. And that that would be my appeal to to everybody. You know, the 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 two hundred odd people that came to to the match yesterday. Obviously, not the Risborough. Um, sorry, not not the Biggleswade fans, but the um, but the Dunstable fans. Like, we always need volunteers. What, what, whatever your skill is, whatever you could do, do you fancy helping? And you know that there'll be something that you can do that will help the club. Yeah, every single role, whether it's stewarding, sorting the car parking out, anything is is ultimately helping Joe build that team and 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 build that promotion drive and and ensure success on the pitch. So, um, yeah, look, I'm 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 in a decent place. You know, yes, it'd be lovely to be sat here with. With another with another win on our, under our belts, but but we haven't. So let's now make make use of this time. Yeah, we want to win every game to the end of the season. Personally, I think you know I think it's unlikely the others are going to slip up enough for us. So consequently, let's let's be planning. Let's get ready for next season. Let's make sure when we you know it'll soon come round, right? Yeah, it, in in a few weeks' time, we'll be starting a new season. I'm not let's, on holiday. <laughs> but let, let's let's hit the ground running, you know. And, and I and I keep saying it like, but off off the pitch, we it's our job to deliver for Joe, and that's every single thing that we do needs to improve a bit. You know, we can't yeah. just we can't just expect the players to improve and commit more. We all need to do more. And yeah. and yeah, so could it be? Yeah, every every fan that came like yesterday. Just bring one of your friends to a Dunstable Town match. Next match, bring one person. That's all you have to do. And suddenly we've got loads more people. Everyone who's an owner, get one other person to be an owner. Get two other people to be an owner. Speak to your friends. Do every single thing that 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 um that you can do to support the club will ultimately benefit the club overall and the community and all the activities that we're doing. So that's that's kind of my appeal now. Let's use this time let's use this time well 
Yeah, um, no, very well said, mate. No, you're right. You know, the, the club is growing and it's still growing. And you've only got to look at like the youth setups that we've got now, the the 18s that, you know, the under 18s that play. I go and watch a lot of the under 15 games. You know, it's, 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 it sounds very cliche, but the future is really bright at this club. You know what yes. I mean? On and off the pitch. You know what I mean? We've got a great set of lads. Yep, they, you know, no one means to go out and draw a game yesterday. We're all megaly, megaly frustrated. They, they wanted to win for whatever reason. It didn't happen. But when you sit back and you think, you know, a month, a year on from where we were this time last season, geez, you know what I mean? Or the season before when Joe wasn't here, you've only got to look around. If you just take off the pitch, it's incredible. There's so many, even since the small time I've been following Dunstable Home and Away, there's face, new faces everywhere cropping up. Yes. You know, oh, you know, some people are, that's, that's because of what we're doing. You guys are doing, the advertising we're doing, you know, a couple of people found, discovered this podcast that we're doing. Oh, I'll pop along and watch it. Everything yeah. helps. And, you know, exactly. It, Everything that's going on off the pitch is incredible. Uh, on the pitch is, is, you know, we seem to forget it. We have been, it's been successful. I know, I know Joe will sit there listening to so success for him is, is winning the league. He's just yeah. a born winner. Dirks is a born winner. Jammers, yeah. born winner. We all want to win, but, you know, we kind of do have to look at it sometimes and go, my God, we've come a long way. But talking of coming a long way, Matt and Julian, how the hell did you get that game on up at AP2 yesterday? I mean, I, um, I know the regiment are going to be listening to this thinking, thank God at last common sense has prevailed. Is this something moving forward that could happen? Or was it a case of the league going, yeah, we want to finish on April the 22nd, so you better play it up there. Julian, how, how, on, uh, Matt, how on earth did you get that game up there? We've been saying it for months. Can we not use AP2? It's Credit to you boys for getting it on, Matt. When you text me, I nearly fell off my chair at work and <laughs> the game's on. I was buzzing. My wife weren't none too pleased because she had already made plans for us on the Saturday. Uh, but Matty, Julian, how the, how the hell did that get on? And is something maybe that you could do in the future? Well, yeah, I think um, first and foremost, I obviously want to thank uh, the Spartan League and Biggles Wade and everybody else for allowing us to, to put the game up there. Um, essentially, it boils down to, as you say, we've, uh, it's been discussed online for time and time again why can't we use it and Steve obviously went to Andrew the other day and said let's just make sure we ask the question because the worst that they can say is no essentially they obviously said yeah um, and then it was all systems go and uh, after me afterwards yeah we were disappointed with the result but we were sitting down afterwards and just yeah. chatting about the game and uh, getting the match on and the fact that we were able to pull everything off in less than 24 hours, and I think deliver a great experience for everybody who was there, that's just testament to, I think, uh, everybody on the, the committee that uh, you know, helped do their their, uh, their part, be it getting a generator so that we can have uh, the microphone up and music up there and you know, uh, Ian and Scotty and, and obviously Julian as well putting flags up before, uh, before the game so it created uh, more of an atmosphere. Um, yeah, everyone really played their part and um, I think whilst the the Spartan have done it, in my just my opinion, just to make sure that we can get the games on, they have kind of shot themselves in the foot a bit because I honestly believe they've set themselves a bit of a precedent because mm, it can yeah. be done, you know. If that yeah. happens again, why can't we do it? <laughs> yeah, but do I we have to that... do pay what you want? Is there is that a thing? Because obviously, no turnstiles, no. can we just well, I mean, do the normal we, admin? Uh, admin made it easier. That, that's okay. the only reason we did it like that. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair to the Spartan officials that came yesterday and presented the club with a fair play award for February, let's, let's not forget that. I've, I've, never seen, I've never seen Joe look so surprised in his life at receiving a fair play award. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they 
coveted themselves of how good that facility was up there. So yeah. they're going to go back and obviously report back of how good it was. And yeah, but uh, that's that's just my point of view. How about yourself, Julian? How what do you think was important for us to to get? Yeah, I just like to put a massive thanks also to you. I think you thanked all the right people there, but also to um, the team at Creasy Park for yeah. pulling out all the stops. I mean, Haley, she's just such a brilliant um, you know, supporter of ours and re- really helpful, you know, and, you know, I, I caught her carrying chairs up from the, from the, 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 the center up to the, um, up to the ATP and um, found someone else to carry them for her. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, they, they, they really want to help. And I, and I think, you know, I think they get, I think Creasy Park get a bit of a bad press sometimes, not from, not from us, I don't think at all, but yeah, there's always, there's always moaning and there's people moaning about car park and everything else, but we have got just probably the best facilities at this level. So, and the the best facilities for the youth teams for miles around. So yeah, we, we should make more of them, I think. And, and I do think that that's given us a, an option there that you know in 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 dire circumstances we can put a um a, a spartan premier league game on uh, on on the astro which is brilliant um hopefully we won't have to do it too often but there there is an option there to get to get games on but you know it's it's to me it's about all of the various parts of the club and i include creasy park in that as our as our home all working together mm. because we all win from this right so if we hadn't have played the game yesterday, Creasy Park would have been pretty empty, but it wasn't. It had yeah, 200 odd people there all buying coffees and beers and chips and sausages and all that sort of stuff. So that's, that's again, that's part of our job to make, make Creasy Park work. And oh. you know, they, they've been brilliant with us, you know, sort of coming on to talking about what we're doing with the, the, the youth section. And, you know, again, a huge shout out to, yeah, Steve and Christy and, and Wayne and Joe Levine, yeah, really, really grabbing the ball and running with it. So, you know, I, I think we're going to have, we, we, we might almost double the size of our youth section next next season. And and part of the appeal of that is people from you know, other clubs or in the, the local area coming and looking at the facilities and going, crikey, I wouldn't mind my, my youth team playing here. Um, and we've got some really exciting things coming. We've got a, yeah, lionesses. Um, yeah, first. Uh, sorry, li- uh, lionesses senior team coming in, um, forming. We've got junior lionesses teams starting up. Yeah, there's going to be several of those as well. So, you know, we're we're really growing massively and and catering for for everybody that might want to play football. And and also, one of the things we've been missing as well, I think, is um, at the youth level some of yeah entries into some of the more like senior leagues like the EJA and the the JPL so all of that's happening now as well and we'll be able to cater for anybody who wants to play football in the local area and wants to play for the best club in the local area that's a semi pro really well supported club that's got all of the social media that's got the podcast that's got the TV channel all of those things they're there for for everybody um whether you're a great footballer or whether you're you're just playing football for fun we will be able to cater for you at whatever age you are and that's that's the that's the dream and then what that brings in is more people vested in the the, the kind of benefit of Dunstable Town more people to help with the community projects more money coming in you know to you know, and we when we when we come back to that that point around what we'd really like is a 
you know, is a striker scoring you know, 25, well, let's not stop at 25, maybe 40 goals a, a season. You know, our job in that is to make the club as attractive as possible. So when Joe's talking to people and selling the club, he's got all of these facets to be able to go, this is different. This is oh. different to what you're used to at this kind of level. This is different to a lot of non-league clubs. Uh, it's not reliant on one person. It's reliant on the community. And, you know, look, we see time and time again, don't we, the, the reason that we went down the, the CBS route to, to build this club for the community was so that you're not reliant on one person putting money in because that never lasts forever. The club, the club has to be sustainable and that's everybody's job to do that. Whether, whether they're putting time into it, whether they're putting money into it, as I say, just bringing in more fans, it's, it's everyone's job to do that. Not just the directors, not just the committee, not just the players, not just Joe. That's, that's to me, what this club is about and this is why this club is so special and why this club is going forward mm, yeah very well said mate very well said uh, i know pete wanted me to mention uh sunday the 21st of may we have our dunstable fun day down at creasy park uh, i know he he's put posters up he asked me to mention it on on the podcast there's going to be a couple of games of football there's going to be a veterans game there's going to be some walking football julian matt i hope you're getting your boots on to come and play in that game mine are dusted off somewhere i'm probably sure there's about loads of people that want to kick the shit out of me and boot me up in the air yes. so my uh my boots are getting dusted off is there's bouncy castle there's face painting again that all helps come down uh sunday the 21st of may put it in your diaries it's going to be a good day for for dunstable town football club the season's going to be done and dusted by then so just come down i know the club wanted me to let's start shouting that out on uh on the podcast so yeah bring the family down all kids welcome bring all your friends down it's going to be a good day but just finishing up matt julian obviously now looking uh we play again on tuesday at home to colney heath then next saturday again we're at home to bulldog just really briefly finishing up how does the season pan out now you know joe and you know you know these lads well enough they're going to want to win all these seven games now is it just a case of look let's win seven See what happens. Finish as high as we can. You never know. Football's such a weird game. Stockport have got to play another three away games. I think they've still got to play Levy. They've got to play Leighton. You know, it's some hard games. You can never say never, but let's just win all seven. See where it takes us. See where we finish. It'll probably be our highest finish in donkey's years um, as a club. You know, and again, when you peel it all back, we've done great, great things as a club, as a bunch of players, as a management team. And yeah, I know Joe again is listening to this saying, no, Andy, I want to win. Winning, winning, Andy. That's all I want to do is win. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, we all want to win. But is it just the case now, Matt, Julian, win seven games, see what happens, and never say never? Yeah, I generally think that. Until it's mathematically impossible for us to to overhaul um, Stockfold, I still hold out help. Yeah, albeit very slim. But as you say, win all seven and you never know. There's uh, very tricky pitches that um, Stockfield need to go to. They have dropped points against some real bizarre teams, I have to admit. Um, so, yeah, you never know. Um, but, yeah, just win all seven games for me. Um, just get as many people down to start, um, you know, sh giving the lads a support for the rest yeah. of the season. Two of our home games uh, are going to be pay what you want. So that's going to be the Bulldog game next Saturday and the Harvardon game on their last home game of the season. I've said it before, I, I want to beat the six under of three. You know, we're still the, the highest attendance for this season. Um, and, I, and I want to beat that. Um, mm. So as Julian said earlier on, you know, if you can bring two or three of your friends along, just chuck some money into the pot and just, you know, come give the lads a bit of a shout and start a new passion for yourself. Because 
I came along uh, in Step Three Days just because I saw a, a post that Alex, the old chairman, put out. And I thought, do you know what? I've got a Saturday afternoon free. I'll go down and watch the lads. I only committed really to watching the final five or six home games because I could only commit to home games at a time. And hey, you know, four or five later, years later, I'm absolutely hooked. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, and that's what I want, just to try and get some other people who will be equally hooked. And watching football uh, played by Joe, uh, by Joe's lads, and, you know, coached by Joe and all these guys, I genuinely believe that anybody who comes along will get hooked. I mean, there's mm. two or three of my friends that have come along. So Abby Harris and, and Kev, who I used to work with, you know, they, they um, came along, I think, on the recommendation of a friend. And literally, they're, they're coming home and away games now. Obviously, we've got uh, people like uh, Graham Rose, who's a, a big fan of the show. So shout out to you, Graham. Uh, yeah, he just literally just started coming along himself. And yeah, we're getting more and more people coming down who are just intrigued to see what we're doing. Uh, yeah. And that's what I want to do between now and the end of the season. Just start growing the passion for the next uh, season uh, worth of fans. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, if you, mate, 100% just finishing up, mate, you're 100% spot on. I was the same. I'm hooked, mate. I, I'm fucking dreading the end of the football season, literally. And I mean, you know, maybe, you know, I think all the lads know it as well. It's more than just a non league football team for a lot of us. We give, you know, it's it's our weekends, it's our Tuesday nights. You yeah. know what I mean? We sit here podcasting yeah. about it, we tweet about it. We talk, I talk about Dunstable all the time where all my mates at work literally see, they just know that I'm talking about Dunstable Town Football Club, I'm wearing my hat constantly. People ask me who I support. Yeah, I say, oh, my little team are Tottenham, but my big team are Dunstable Town. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how, you know what I mean? This, yeah. is, this, this club truly means a lot to a lot of people. And you know what I mean? If, we yeah. can, if, if everyone can bring a, a friend down or a family member or anyone down just to come and, you know, especially like you said, a half in the game on the 15th of April, pray to God the sun's out. It could be a really nice, hot, sunny day. And, you know, yeah. then come down and watch a game of football. But um, Julian, just briefly, Matt, I know your time's really short. You've got to get on with the rest of your yeah. Sunday. How do you see the rest of the season playing out, mate? Is it like Matty said, let's just let's just give it everything, mate. Win seven games. You know what you say. Um, yeah. Coney Heath, Bulldog, Crawley, Elkville, Dynamos, Harpen and Risborough and Stockfold. Just go and win them all. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's not have any regrets. That's the that's the thing I would say is that we, the, the worst thing could be that Stockfold do slip up and or some bizarre things happen and then we haven't delivered and then we go, oh, what, what might have been? So all we can do is control what we do Let's do our best. Let's do our absolute most to to win those games, put ourselves in a great position, then see see how it all falls at the end. Very well said, Julian. Very well said. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday with our podcast. Like I say, we are at home to Colney Heath this Tuesday. Come down and support the lads. 7.45 kickoff. Uh, Matt, Julian, thanks so much for your time. We will do this all again next week. Uh, I Like I say, I'll be back with Joe. But till next time, everybody. This has been the Talk of the Town podcast. I've been your host, Andy Burrows, with my co-host, Matt Carrington, and the good man himself, Mr. Julian Nutley. Till next time, everybody. Up them mighty blues. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter, at DTFC pod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search talk of the town podcast.